purpose, unwavering supernatural humility, the push. Hi everyone, I am Patrice, the host and founder of the Push Talk Show and your PR networker. Welcome to another episode of the Push Talk Show. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Push Talk Show with your host Patrice Reed, your PR networker. And it is going to be another wonderful, wonderful day. I know it's been a while, but guess what? My very, very special guest today, Miss Renetta Irish, is going to make it all good because guess what? You're going to learn today about Pear Fit, Fit Empire, okay? And I hope I didn't destroy it, but she's going to get into it. And so welcome, welcome, Renetta. Welcome to the Push Talk Show. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure having you. Um, I'm going to jump in and start just to talk about the first time I saw you. I actually saw her on stage. And she is a part of the Cree Declare, Declare Decree. What is it? Am I mixing up? Right? And they are a performing arts community dance ministry and I just thought she reminded me of Gabrielle Union. <laughs> and so I just like, wow, I kept seeing her just on the big screen and stuff. But that's not what we're going to talk about today. But I just wanted, you know, that's how I saw her when I first saw you on stage. I was like, wow, such a, a breath of fresh air and such a great talent. But today we're here to talk about other things. So I'm going to just let you go on in and introduce yourself to the Push Talk Show audience. All righty. Hello, everyone. As mentioned, my name is Raynetta Irish. I am I'm a creative, if I, if I can say that. I love anything to do with the art. And as you mentioned, um, I do dance, so that's part of it. And I am a part of the Declaring Decree. And that's awesome that you would say that you remind me, uh, I remind you of Gabrielle. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> such an honor because she's such an uh, amazing actress and um, also an amazing creative in her own right. But um, as, as also mentioned, I am one of, I'm a co-founder of Paracus Fit. I, I started that uh, with my husband in 2015, mm -hmm. yeah, the end of 2015. And basically what we specialize in is anything in creating. Like, so uh, we enjoy photography, we enjoy uh, videography and graphic design and anything that has to do with stuff we can do together. Paraphrase Fit was started because we love doing things together. So it's not limited to just uh, photography or videography. It's anything that we do. So also, I, I'm an author. I'm an uh, independent author. So self-published. So we call it, we call ourselves indie, uh, indie authors because we publish our own material and, and we write our own material. So I've been writing since since I was a little child. Mm, good. <laughs> and I started, yeah, I, I started journaling. My, my, um, I don't even remember who started me journaling, but I remember my mom when I was about seven. She wrote, she gave me my first journal or first diary. Mm -hmm. And I've been writing ever since. Wow. 
And it, it, it became funny because Declare helped me become who I am as a writer mm-hmm. now because I had, as you saw, we, we do dance programs every September. Mm-hmm. And um, in 2013, we did a serious we did a serious uh, Dead and Taurus knowledge, and that was about uh, domestic violence, one of the causes. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a character normally, as you saw in, in this year, I'm very, I always did things humorous. I was always the one that brought laughter mm-hmm. to the program. And that year wasn't a funny one for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very, it was very serious. I had to play a role of someone else being physically abused. Right. And I mean, we really were, we, we, we really dug into it because we understood mm-hmm. how important and how real it was for a lot of people that would be coming in viewing. Right. So, I mean, getting thrown on the floor and dragged and um, yelling and screaming and mm-hmm. kicking and mm-hmm. it was a lot of that happening. And um, I really wanted to do justice Mm-hmm. Because anything I do, I love to do an excellence. I don't like to just half step or yeah. or just put it out there. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to understand this character, so I I started journaling mm-hmm. as if I were her. Yeah, and her her character name was Melody and uh, Anchorson, mm-hmm. and um, so I wrote a journal as if I was her. And Genevieve, who's my sister and directress of Declared Degree. She read it and she said this needs to be a book. Hmm. And that's how it all started because honestly, I just wrote it to help me out. Right, right. <laughs> I didn't write, did write it for anybody else to view, but mm-hmm. in the way that, that it was written, she said it's like looking into someone's life. It was like looking at someone's uh, diary. Mm-hmm. And when I published it, when I self published it in that year, because literally I wrote it mm-hmm. in like two months. Wow. And then, <laughs> and then after I wrote it, I I edited it by myself, mm-hmm. and then we published it, and that was it. And a lot of people were just like, "How did you know this stuff? How did you like? Had you personally gone through this?" And I was like, "No, um, <laughs> God gave it to me." Yeah. And I just listened and I wrote as he as he gave it, I wrote it. Yeah. And that's how it happened. And they were like, "This was my life." I had so many testimonies come in that year. It's still coming in that mm-hmm. day. This was my life before God delivered me. How did you know this? Wow. That is. And that's how, and literally, that's how it started. So I actually started uh, publishing based off of the uh, Death is Horse knowledge. Wow. That is, that is <laughs> so awesome. I started, I... I started making books based off of my characters. Yeah. From Death is Horse knowledge. And then it grew into, into being bigger than it actually is. And I just recently. We're going to touch on that a little bit later. Um, but it's just amazing when you hear dancing towards knowledge. It's really, you pretty much, if you guys have never gone to see the Cree Declare, um, their dance ministry every September, as she said, they perform and they minister. I wouldn't even want to say perform. They really <laughs> minister and 
those scenes they flow there's no hiccups even if there's an hiccup we don't see it from where we're sitting but it was my first time actually going and i you know if you know genevieve carvel harris you know if you if you don't know who she is go look her up and she puts her heart and soul into it and for you as her sister how is that growing up with such a creative and visionary how is and, and I say that I say that only because um, it, I got to see the creative become the creative. Mm. So it was Genevieve, who is now everyone's favorite capacity builder. She was very shy, mm-hmm. and um, as her family, we saw who she, you know, who, who God had made her mm-hmm. before she did. And it was a thing of making sure she got to be that person. Mm. So I literally got to be her right-hand girl. Wow, that's awesome. Since we were a little, little kid. And the funny thing is, um, we talk about it now, we laugh about it, and and it it still amazes us how how awesome God does things. So when we were little children, Genevieve started dancing when she was about four. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was mainly the singer. Mm. <laughs> so I was the singer, Genevieve was the dancer. Always that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, Genevieve was always before her time. Mm. Even in ministry, she, she could not sit with children because there was something different. And her, her dance ministry leader at the time, Shanika uh, Harold, she, um, she put her with the youth. Mm. Because Jen had such a gift, like, literally, she stood out. Like, she was just out, she was out doing the children. And mm. it was like, she can't be with the kids, sorry. <laughs> so she was with the youth, and she was only, like, nine. Mm. And she was dancing with 15, 16, 17-year-olds. Right. Wow. And um, when we left, Jen always had that difference when, when we uh, moved our membership and went to another church. It, it followed her. Mm-hmm. And she always stood out. And so when my dad got called into ministry... And he told her at, at 15, because we were 15 when Declare, uh, when Declare started. Mm-hmm. She was 15 and I was 13. And it was just us two. She was so scared because she thought she was going to fail and that um, my dad had made a mistake mm-hmm. by making her the leader of a whole dance ministry. And there was only two of us. Right. <laughs> but we, we literally... We always had like that chemistry together. How mm-hmm. yeah, you see us now is right. always been. Wow. We've always um, we've always made anything our stage. Mm-hmm. Since we were little kids, like if we were in front of our house to dance. Men, um, kind of like how we do now with Declare. Mm-hmm. They had back then at our old church, New Way Fellowship, and um, we would come back and watch the tape teach ourselves to dance because I wasn't in the dance industry at the time mm-hmm. but I would dance with Jen mm-hmm. at our house so we would make our living room area our stage and we would we would dance and have dance programs in our living room for our parents wow. Wow. and if we were at our grandparents house we would have programs for our grandparents if we were at our aunt's house we had programs for my like, so literally this had been started since we were little kids mm. so what you see now yeah. and we've been doing this in, in, in front of no one or in front of just family members since we were like eight, nine. Wow. Awesome. awesome. And, and, <laughs> and it's always been that way. She's always had a, she, she's been choreographing since she was little. She's always been able to see. 
mm-hmm. and visualize and and um and it's always been impactful. Mm-hmm. So so now that um she's walking in her purpose, like literally I've seen it from her not believing in and, and couldn't dance in front of people. Well honestly her voice would come through her dancing. She couldn't talk in front of people, which yeah. is funny too. Yeah. So so now we see who she is, but I've seen it growing from the shy Genevieve that cried anytime anyone would look at her long. Mm-hmm. If she had to talk in front of people for a long time, she yeah. would cry. Wow. But if she did, her, her voice was really big during her movement. Mm. Wow. And now she has her voice and she has her movement. And, yeah. and they're both impactful. So, yeah. Awesome. It's, awesome. Been a great, it's been a great journey as her sister and also as her right-hand girl. Yeah, that's awesome. And I just want to say applaud you for talking about your sister on your interview. <laughs> Even though I brought it up, but you could have just cut it. But, you know, God bless you. <laughs> um, yeah, that's awesome. You know, sisterly love. Um, so I want to now get into your, I, I want to hear a little bit about your becoming story. Because, you know, as you said, you and your sister pretty much did everything together. Now you're married, so it's pretty much you and your husband, but you still do stuff with your sister. Let's talk about your journey to becoming becoming the woman you are today before you were the wife you know you were you know the daughter the sister but now you're a wife so what was your journey like of becoming who you are now that was very interesting <laughs> <laughs> um, but that journey it took it was still growing but i feel like i'm honestly now i'm stepping into who i really supposed to be mm-hmm. uh, god revealed a lot of my pieces in my in my past. So I've always had uh, I've always known I I've loved to minister, mm-hmm. and um, I've always loved fitness. But I, I I knew in some type of way I wanted to be a type of athlete or something like that mm-hmm. um, growing up. But I never really knew what I wanted to be. I knew I liked helping people. Mm-hmm. I knew I liked as I said fitness. I knew I liked ministry. But I didn't really know how that tied together. Mm. And I also love the arts. Right. So I, I've always seen, since my youth, I've always seen portions or little, little, little pieces, not even portions, little pieces of, of what I could be. Mm-hmm. And um, after high school, because when I was in high school, I thought maybe I should be a nurse. Um, and because I like working with, with people, but I really like working with babies. That was always a love for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, maybe I'm supposed to be a nurse. And I did nursing in high school. I went to Miami Lake Educational Center, which is a technical school, and realized, nope, that wasn't it. <laughs> so then I was on the search again. I was like, well, I, as kids and, and working and helping and teaching, maybe I'm supposed to be a teacher. Mm. And I went as I went to college, because I went to Bethune Cookman University, and I, I really liked music, and I liked it. I was a part of the band and stuff like that. And when I got there, nope, that ain't me either. <laughs> and then I transferred home because I missed ministry. It, uh, being away from home kept me from declare. Hmm. And I knew then, like, nope, can't, can't happen. Sorry. Yeah. So I did two years away, and I came back. And I went to FIU. Mm-hmm. To kind of finish, and I was like, well, maybe I should do like psychology to help me. Like, it, so it seems as though, like, I was trying a whole bunch of stuff because I was trying to figure out who I was supposed to be. Mm. And and when I came back and I did, and after we started doing, um, I believe it was, 
we did our first dance tour of Maui in 2011, so that's after I came back. Because mm-hmm. really what made me come back was I missed, I missed the program with Claire because mm-hmm. of, of school, and I couldn't come down. And the theater that we are now in, Julius Littman, that was the first ever program, and I missed it. And I knew then, like, nope, I can't be up here. Wow. I cannot be up here. My relationship with God and my, and my ability to dance with Claire meant more mm. than the experience that I was feeling. Wow. And so I came back. And we had our first, in, in, that, in that process, uh, dancing towards knowledge two years from the board. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew then, like, this is stuff I could do all, all the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Eat with my sister and, and just do ministry and things like that. But also, uh, while I was in Declare, and um, and while I was away at school, I, I gained a lot of weight, mm-hmm. and and I realized like this is unhealthy. I don't know what's going on, but I really need to get my my myself together mm-hmm. and health wise. So that was my peak of health and wellness was when I went in and instead of getting the, the freshman ten, I had like the freshman thirty. <laughs> And I was like, this is just not healthy. And I had to try to find ways to do it. So I started incorporating uh, workouts and things like that and eating healthier. And then that year when I was coming back home, I had uh, lost about like 50 pounds. Oh, wow. And everyone was like, what is he doing? Like, this is so cool. And and, and health really became like uh, a thing for me. Like, I really wanted to help others, like help people that was dealing with diabetes or struggling with obesity mm-hmm. and different different things. That's when that, that sparked in my life. Wow. So fast forward, uh, when I was going to start uh, doing physical fitness and things like that, become a trainer because I also was known as a trainer and declare because I trained everybody with, with getting their bodies conditioned. Okay. So I knew, I said, okay, I want to become someone that helps someone become better in their health. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when my uh, condition started. I have I have a condition called uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Mm. That's when the symptoms sparked in 2013. The same year we had to do uh, the dance uh, towards knowledge about the domestic violence. Right. That same exact year, um, the PICO symptoms started. I didn't know what it was at the time. Mm-hmm. And I honestly thought I was going to die. Wow. I, I was having anxiety attacks. I was having heart palpitations. Like, if my heart rate would just go up really, really fast. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I was about to black out. My wow. breathing would start to change. Yeah. I was nauseous all the time. Like, I was confined to my um, my couch for about a month because I didn't know what was going on. And it literally started. I will never forget the day it started. It started February 17th, mm. 2013, wow. while I was at Bible study. Wow, wow. And what caused and that? Was what, attack. what was the cause of that? What what causes that, though? Now, um, polycystic ovarian syndrome is a, um endocrine disorder. Mm. So it's, it's a hormonal mm. a hormonal dis- dysfunction. Right. So yeah. um, I, I had, as a child, well, as a... a a teenager coming into puberty. Mm-hmm. When when women start their menstruation, mine was already out of out of whack. Mm. Okay. And that's and that's the main cause of it. Mm-hmm. Because you know when your hormone levels are not intact, mm. they they start throwing off things. 
So I started, um, I remember I was about, um, I would say 12 when I had my first ultrasound. Mm-hmm. And they and they found cysts, they found like little cysts on my ovaries growing. At that and age, that's, wow. and that's mm-hmm. the name, polycystic. Mm-hmm. So I have, I have a, the classic form of that. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have a name for it. Mm-hmm. When they had, they didn't really know what it was. So they oh. thought, oh, you know, they come and they grow. So this is immature eggs. Like your 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 eggs are not maturing how they should mm-hmm. in the ways of of um, how a woman is supposed to experience, you know, her menstrual. Right. And that's why I would have like scares cycles they'll come and then they won't come and then they do come they come too long and this and this and this so their only uh solution back then was to put me on birth control mm. so i'm a 12 year old girl on birth control. <laughs> not knowing like i'm just learning what this was i didn't even know what a cycle was honestly right i was very much so a tomboy mm-hmm. who liked to play outside for hours right that was me I would play basketball and run in the place, get dirty and stuff like that. Never did anything girly. Mm. So you're telling me this is, okay, this is something that happens every month. I'm, I still didn't understand that mm-hmm. and um, and what it really did. And then you tell me it's broken, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not working correctly. You just got it. You don't right. know what it is, but it's not working right. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put you on birth control. And um, so I had that since I was about 12. Wow. And at the time when when the symptoms for PICO started, mm-hmm. I was 23. Mm-hmm. Well, about to turn 20. I was 22 when it started because it happened in February. My birthday is in April. Mm-hmm. So I was 22 right before, a few, a few months before my actual 23rd birthday. I'm sick. Mm-hmm. I could not move. Like, literally, I could not leave. I could not leave my house. Then I fell into depression because I didn't know what it was. Right. I kept going to doctors. I went to uh stomach specialist mm-hmm. and everything wasting a countless money i was in and out of hospitals or urgent care because it would just come out of nowhere and they would rush me to an urgent care and they would tell me i was fine mm. we can't find anything yeah but you know so i different. felt crazy mm-hmm. i felt crazy and um my sister helped me through that time wow. that's why we're so close yeah. we've always helped each other through dark times mm-hmm. and that time struggle of time (laughs) my my trouble that it came in my my darkest time yeah that's when that's when i started seeing who ray that was supposed to be wow and literally like through that year it was it was crazy 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 i was single and i was praying for my husband (laughs) and all this like i was going through all this stuff like it was just crazy and um 2014 gay starting up the year Mm-hmm. Which is 
which is uh, police work. Mm-hmm. I'm a law enforcement officer, city manager, police department. This all is right. year number five for me. All right. <laughs> all of that happened, really, all of that happened in 2014. Mm-hmm. But then I started saying, this is still not Raynetta. Mm. You know, There's still more. This is not who I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I started again searching mm-hmm. for, for who, I, who I was supposed to be. And me and my now husband, Michael Irish, we got married. 
that that is awesome i i could just continue to listen i know we don't have a lot of time left on the show but that is awesome so how was that this journey was it an inspiration for this the new book yes ma'am that that was what caused uh caused the waiting room Mm -hmm. because as i said in 2016 when we got married we tried to have children it's been three years Mm -hmm. and we're still in we're still in the waiting room but we're we're better than we were when we started i am now 15 excuse me 51 pounds lighter Mm -hmm. and um, my eating habits i was able to change it and um and and really see a difference, so I'm closer. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things that would have been offered, like, you know, with uh, IBS and things like that, they don't feel that I really would need that route because I've made the changes. It's just when it's going to happen. Mm. It's all in God's timing. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you, do you feel like the information, going now and researching and getting that information, you're now in a better place mentally? Um, you and your husband now can your preparation for, for, for children, you know, it's different because of now all the information that you know. Do you feel like that's been key? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it really showed me that you really have to experience something to, to really be able to help someone else. Mm-hmm. The, the, the research that I received were from women that go through it and that have also gone through this journey of, of trying with the doctors and birth and realizing all this medication they're putting us on isn't helping, but the changing naturally through the foods and the activities and, and the things that we have in our environment mm-hmm. and, our, and our thinking, because stress will really do it. Like when they say stress is a science killer, mm-hmm. it, it, it really is. It's not just, you know, for those who don't have PICO, that's for anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it, it's really, it has more of an impact for it, 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 fertility mm-hmm. for women if you have a higher stress level. Because right. it's a hormonal, it's a hormonal thing. So um, having that support and seeing the testimonies of women mm-hmm. that were once in my shoes and now they have beautiful families and I mean like children, four or five kids. Yeah. But they also <laughs> have seatbelts because they learned how to manage it. Mm-hmm. That that it helped them. That helped me out. Right. And it, it also made me want to become the advocate that I am today for it to help other women that don't know and not too scared to know go on these communities and share their stories and see other things so that that was the main reason of writing this book mm-hmm. to make it uh to to make it feel as though it's like relate uh, it's relatable yes if you're mm-hmm. never going to go on these communities and you're never going to tell anybody and i've had so many people come just for me sharing my story before the book even was published i would i would share my story on like social media mm-hmm. and then i'll have other people that i've years come and say, hey, I think I have what, you, what you're speaking about. Mm-hmm. And and because you spoke about it, it made me want to go and ask my doctor. Wow. And it made me want, because if you don't ask them to test you a certain way, you'll never know. You'll never know. Yeah. So how is your husband coping? Like, is he now at a place where, you know, you think he, he could speak to other husbands who might be in that place who may be frustrated? What was the process for him, even though he's not on here with you, but based on just the little that you've experienced with him? He is absolutely God sent. When I say he is God sent, he he has helped me so much since day one. Mm-hmm. And being there, and I mean, because he, he's never missed an appointment. So he is not the person that would say, oh, baby, going to a, a doctor's appointment, I'll see you when you come back. 
organizations, he's always going to be a dad. He's mm-hmm. going to be a great one too. Mm-hmm. And um, he he's helped me with the the eating. He's helped me with the the psychological part. Mm-hmm. When I doubt myself, he's always been the one like, babe, you you got this, and you're going to be you're going to be this great person. And um, and he he's also even when it came to when I didn't think I could do the eating change. He helped come with recipes that that would help me. Wow. He's always inventing something in the kitchen. Mm. So even I was a big I was a big dessert person. He would make compliant desserts for me. Wow, that's and awesome. And compliant food. He's he's like my favorite team player. Like he's my favorite teammate. Mm. Um, and in this, he plays with me. He encourages me. And even in this process, is you see like our our house now. Mm-hmm. It's filled with baby things because of him. Wow. He's already bought bassinets. He's already bought cribs. He's already a man of faith, uh, huh? <laughs> and bottles and and things like that. Like he he lets me know, babe, this is gonna happen. We're gonna be parents. Yeah. You're gonna have children. Wow. A man of faith, and, man. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> such an amazing. He's been my rock through this whole yeah. process, and he's been the reason why I can share it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, awesome. That is awesome, awesome. Hats off to you, uh, Mister Irish. Hats off to you, <laughs> man. This is this is just an awesome time. We could go on and on, but I just really appreciate you for coming on here and just sharing this um this story. You know, you're you're becoming and the the fact that you're still becoming. Um, until we hear the little baby, we hear the good news, um, you're still becoming, and even beyond that, you're still going to be becoming because there's so many that are going to receive healing and deliverance through your testimony. And so let's just tell the audience the name of the book and where they can get the book. Yes. The name of the book is called The Waiting Womb, Untold Story Mm-hmm. Untold story of racial pain. Mm-hmm. Her name is Rachel Payne, but it's based off of our story. Mm-hmm. And you can find it on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Praise God. This is the first book that, that you can find it on Amazon. And I'm just so excited about that. We published October uh, 30th, but it's been on there since then. And I just, I'm loving it. And I pray that, you know, everyone can go out. It's only $15 only. <laughs> only $15. And it, but it's a beautiful read. And it's very easy going. So mm-hmm. I'm just so excited for those who will be supporting the waiting womb. Yes. And it's the waiting womb, guys. The womb. Yes. It's waiting. It's ready. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's awesome. It's getting ready to come bring forth. <laughs> Amen. That, is, that is awesome. So now as far as you being a health explorer, now an advocate, and you know, are you have you gone thought about doing health coaching and all that stuff getting certified or how does that go are you i know you're already working with people um but what's your next step in that area absolutely going in that route um as you said health explorer and that's the that's the name god gave me because i mean you know physical trainer everyone says that but i want i want to help all around health and a lot of times a lot of people it has to do with their eating, it has to do with their thinking, and mm-hmm. that's, it, it just covers the whole general thing. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I'm getting my certification.
married guy. Okay. I'm returning back because I didn't say this, but in 2013, I also was studying to do my uh, certification in physical fitness. Nice. And that's when the C code started. Yeah. So it's actually a full circle for me. All right. All right. It is a full circle. So yes. that will be happening, and I will be become certified soon. We're already in that process. So mm-hmm. that's why we're just starting now. We have a, a community online that we're starting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Reclaiming My Fine. Wow. All right. And that's for awesome i look forward to this time i really do look forward to this time but i really want you to um just speak and encourage the audience i know i we talked about you know i know what your push is now even though we didn't ask you that question but based on what you're saying now you know you could just see your push your moments of push just coming forth and just being unwavering in your faith because you have your husband you're covering there with you standing and encouraging you and pushing you and now you are pushing forth to help others i just want you to encourage someone because they're going to be women or 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 even men who might listen to this and they might their wives or somebody they know might be going through something so i want you to encourage the audience um, and the importance also of, of going out and if you notice something different in your body, just go out to the doctor and just get a checkup. So encourage and just pray if the Lord's lead, however the Lord lead you. Yes. <laughs> well, for whoever this is for, whoever this concerns, you matter. And you should be your number one priority. It's a great thing when you have someone to support you. And I thank God every day for my husband, and I thank God every day for my sister, but it took me to realize, right, Netta, you matter. You have to love yourself. You have to um, you have to see yourself how, how God sees you, and and it was in that journey that I was able to say, hey, my health, I need to work on my health. Hey, I, I can, if I can make time for other things that cause stress, I can, I can make time for things that's, that's going to help me de-stress. And, and self-care is a big thing. You have to take care of yourself. It's great to take care of everyone else, the children, if you have them, and, and, and your spouse, if you have them, or even a family member, or whatever, whoever's in your care. It's great to take care of them. Don't get me wrong. But you have to take care of yourself. You have to start putting yourself first. So if you know you don't feel well, and you know you're, you're a bit prideful, still just try to get get things t- uh, checked out go to the doctor and and don't solely depend on them because I mean they're human too mm-hmm. and I had to learn that as well yes they can they can help you some along the way but you have to do the work as well if you see some stuff where we're very big on technology now mm-hmm. Google University is there mm-hmm. if you see some things if you see some things that that um, that is not right Google it, or you're saying, hey, let me see what can help from natural ways, we, we have to return back to, to holistic practices as well. Mm-hmm. We have to learn how to eat naturally. 
problems happen because of what we're eating. Yeah. And you have to take accountability mm-hmm. for those things. Like, I, I had to give up a lot of the fast food restaurants, and it caused me to have to cook more. But however, I feel better. You have to invest time, and you don't just go for the quick fix. Because the quick fix uh, are the, the, the culprits of the problem. Mm-hmm. So you have to take responsibility for that. But have faith and know that you can do it. Take it one day at a time. Don't jump off the ship saying, I'm just going to do it because I heard Raynetta Iris uh, did it. It took time. <laughs> and I'm one that was not good with patience. And I, I, I like everything fast, but God is teaching me that it all happens in his timing. Mm-hmm. So I can't force something to happen. I just have to accept the timing and I have to accept the journey. And and pay and be present. Understand that there's a lesson in every every part of your journey. Mm-hmm. I've become stronger because I'm realizing in the hard times is when he's really preparing me to be who I'm supposed to be. And I embrace the hard times now. Mm-hmm. So don't try to avoid it. Embrace it. And know that you can do it. There's nothing that, that's so impossible. You can do it if you, if you put your mind to it. And you give yourself time and you give yourself pace. Uh, if you're uh, compassionate to yourself, you have to love yourself and be compassionate. So yeah, that's that's pretty much that's the formula right there. Figure mm-hmm. out your formula, what works for you, what you have to add, what you have to subtract, what you have to divide, what you have to do. We have this thing that we say in reclaiming my mind. You have to decide, you have to commit, and then that's when you will succeed. So once you decide something, commit to it, and then you'll see that you become very successful. Wow! Awesome! 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 Oh my God! All right, thank you so much, so much, so much, Renetta, for being here, for just encouraging us, for shining light in this area that I didn't know that much about. And, you know, just being thankful that you have a testimony and that you have, you're, you have overcome. You're, you're an overcomer. And so I just oh, thank you. God. I thank you again for being here. If, um, if the audience wanted to connect with you, um, how give us your information? Um, so can... I'm on social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people find me through there, like uh, on on Facebook. Uh, if you look up my name, right that it has my whole government. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I put my whole government, but I guess that was just me at the moment. Right, right. Meta Deshaun Iris. Mm-hmm. And you will see a picture of me and my husband. <laughs> <laughs> you will see you will see me me and Michael. And also on uh, Instagram, um, it's, it's the Love Nerd. Mm. <laughs> That's what they used to call us when we started. So it's uh, Love Nerd, you heard. Mm. And then also you'll see the same picture of of myself and uh, and of Michael. Uh-huh. And if you if you want to send us a, a, a email, that's also another way of getting in contact with me. I'll spell it out for you. It's perfect fit, and that is P A I R S E C T F I T at gmail dot com, and you can give me a, a, a actual email, and I and I answer right back to you, and we can connect in that way. Mm-hmm. So you heard it, guys. <laughs> Pear fit. So when I first saw it, I was like, okay, was this an error? Pear fit fit. But if you think of perfect, they're pear fit fit. So when you go on the, the sites, you'll see and you'll be able to get it. All right. So thank you again, Renetta, for just well, blessing you. us. 
here on the Push Talk Show. It was a pleasure. It was an honor. And I can't wait to see um, the fruit of your labor. And I can't wait to see the little one come forth and for yet another testimony. <laughs> so God, God bless you. And I wish you and Michael all the best and continue to do the great work that you're doing and continue to avail yourself to be used by the Lord. Um, blessings to you. All right. Blessings to you and thank you so much for having me. It was my pleasure and my honor. Yes, you're welcome. Blessings. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yes, everyone. So that was Renetta Irish. Please go on out and support her. I thank you all again for tuning in to this special episode of the all my episodes, as I always say, special. But, you know, today we learned a little bit more about health and about the things that are holding us back and, and the importance of going and just getting checked out. You know, so for those of you who are struggling to have children with infertility, you know, I hope you guys um, receive this and, and hear her testimony and still her just unwavering faith of still continuing on in this journey. All right. So I just want to thank you all for tuning in again for yet another episode of the Push Talk Show with your host, Patrice, your PR networker and your push coach. Keep on pushing. Keep on going. Keep on keeping on and, and knowing that you are here for a purpose. Continue to be unwavering in your faith knowing that the supernatural hand of God is just there, ready to move on your behalf and continue to stay filled with humility. All right? I love you guys, and I can't wait to hear your becoming story here on the Push Talk Show. All right. Blessings.